This is the Servers Radio Network. Good morning and welcome to Love Out of the Blue. My name is Debbie Jordan and this is a collection of stories from my personal journey from a place of feeling blue to finally seeing love show up out of the blue, reminding me that love is still very real. Uh, Debbie, Joining me at the- Debbie Jordan, Debbie Jordan, yeah. you you were supposed to be in the studio today. Now, where <laughs> where are you? <laughs> hey, Jay. Yes. I'm on the road again. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who yeah. thought? This time I was very much, um, this, was, this was not a um, planned uh, vacation type thing. As a matter of fact, this was completely not on the radar. But Oh, it wasn't um, planned? It... No, not at all. Not at all. But. What it was, was I, I had a purpose. I, I have a nine-year-old grandson that um, was able to stay with me for the last uh, couple of months over the summer, which has been just phenomenal, just great time one-on-one with, you know, with him. Uh-huh. A- and um, and what ended up happening is that I need to deliver him to his parents. <laughs> and so looking over the options of how to do that, one of the things that came up is he said to me, "Yeah, why, why don't we drive, or why don't we take a train, or let's let's not fly?" And I thought, well, I think he's about the right age for a road trip. And then we started talking about it. A couple of days later, we packed in the car, we're on the road, and so <laughs> I've been on the road with a nine-year-old boy for the last fourteen days. Wow! Now, so, <laughs> so <laughs> the name of this show was supposed to be "Where in the World Is Debbie." So, there you go. So well, where, 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 where have you been with this nine-year-old, your I grandson? Know, right? Oh, it's been so great. Um, what, what, what has been so much fun is that, of course, we started in Florida, which is you know in Central Florida where I live. Yeah. And my final destination needed to be to deliver him to his parents at Fort Leonard Wood, in Missouri, which is an army base. Yeah. My daughter-in-law, who serves there, um, you know, they have been transferred there and had a chance to spend some, you know, spend some time together, you know, as their coupleness, and then be able to get the house together and things preparated and preparated. Jeez, what's that word? Preparated, <laughs> prepared, <laughs> and then. You know, then we would arrive and, and uh, he would have his room and get ready for school, those sort of things. So we always set time to be here, but we had permission to take our time. Now, this yeah. this poor kid has got a problem because two months with grandma, now he's got right. to go to school. What oh, a bummer. Oh, he's so spoiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's ready. He's ready. Because that two months with grandma included, you know, some, some really good stuff to help him prepare for school, you know, including you know the geography lesson that he got on this trip so we took off for about 14 15 days ago somewhere in there and uh, you know took our time i i made the stops realistic you know as you remember i you know we you and i talked about the fact that i did a road trip in the spring right you know not with a kid with an adult right you know very different trip um Ah. you know and well, you know, we had a chance to talk about the fact that there were just things that go along in the car where you have to uh, be prepared for boredom along the way, or you know, those things that make it fun that you're actually spending this quality time together one on one in a car. Well, you know, to be, it, it was so much fun to do and take that same thought process and apply it 
to this nine-year-old boy who, uh-huh. of course, couldn't help with the driving, you know, but was uh, definitely able to help with the navigating and was needed, you know, uh, he was trapped in the car with me. So we had to have time to, you know, have some fun along the way. So a nine-year-old so, learns to read a map, tells you where yes, you're going. But of absolutely. Co- but, of course, you're absolutely. asking you're asking yeah, your cell phone ma- all the maps time. Maps became but... fun. Right, right. <laughs> and and I hope you can hear me. If, if I'm cutting you up, please forgive me. It's, it's um, you know, because I, I am still on the call. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I'm, you know, calling in at the moment from Fort Leonard, but where we have been has been to Atlanta. We uh, uh, spent a great day in Atlanta, uh, spent a little time in, in Alabama at a friend's house that lives in a really cool place in the country. We went through Kentucky, Tennessee, on into Indiana, Illinois, and up to Michigan. Now, if you have any sense of a map, you know that that is the long way to Missouri, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, well, of course, you were in Georgia. Right. You were Georgia, te- what? Alabama, Alabama, Kentucky, Kentucky yeah. yeah, Illinois, Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow, yeah, okay. The guys, whoa, okay, okay. Ten- you follow him? And then, follow on that map. I, I'm trying to. <laughs> and then Michigan? So, yeah, well, Michigan came up Michigan came up organically. When, when we decided to do this as a road trip, you know, the, the plans were to just go on through and, and go on up into Missouri. But what happened was I had a, a relative who lives up in northern Michigan. You had what? Who had a relative? an enormous amount of firewood that had been delivered to her home. She lives in a a very remote area up in uh, up in uh, Leelanau County. Is that the and, Upper P? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Is that the Upper P? The Upper no, Peninsula? No, not quite, not quite. But if you look at the if you look at the map and you know that Michigan sort of looks like a hand, yeah. And and you stare at the back of your hand. She's she's uh, she's at the base of the pinky finger. Oh. <laughs> so um, wow. So it's sort of like uh, Traverse City, Michigan, would, would be the the nearest largest you know city to where she's at. Um, but she had all this firewood delivered, and she, you know, jokingly made a post, or maybe not so jokingly, but threw out a post of all this firewood being delivered with a photo of it and said, uh, hey, anybody can come and help? And it was my grandson who, who saw the picture and said, I want to do that. I want to help. And I thought, you know what? What a great way to end his summer vacation. You know, what a yeah. You know, what a, or an addition, maybe not end it, but what a great addition to his summer vacation is that he could go and meet some, you know, extended family members and do something that would really be helpful. So we added that up to the trip, spent five days up there helping out and, and stacking wood for the winter, and it was phenomenal. And it was just the best time. And we will talk about that later because um, there's some great spots up there, and we definitely had some love up love out of the blue moments while we were there. Oh, so. did, did he want to stay in Michigan and, and uh, use the firewood? I mean, cause it's absolutely. such a, I love it that far North. Yeah. You, you yeah. just got to get idea. that far North. Yeah. 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 It's cooler. It yeah. was, you know, the weather was great. It was, it was just perfect. It, so it's blue jean weather. You can it wear is. your blue it jeans. It absolutely is. Absolutely is. It's just you know, it's it's it was just fantastic. And and besides the bonus of being able to you know see all these family members and and uh, and be able to help, you know, that was that was really good. Yeah. So, so after that, we got back in the car and now headed from Northern Michigan 
to um, Fort Leonard Wood, which we have now arrived. And, um, and so that's really what I want to talk about is that, you know, all of that time in the car with a nine-year-old, um, again, like I said, we, I, you know, we needed things to do to make it interesting. So I put all of those ideas together, again, that we talked about before. So, so let me just run those by you real quickly because I think they're helpful, too, for anyone who happens to be listening. That yeah. If you're planning a trip with a kid, let me tell you, these, these worked. So number one, we prepared a couple of days ahead of time considering food and water and and snacks for the car so we took a large cooler with us and placed it in the back seat of the car where he could reach it in a way where he was still safe to the back but as it became sort of his responsibility you know oh and we loaded it up with water loaded it up with gatorade we prepared some some food and sandwiches and snacks in advance that took care of every conversation about stopping for a chicken McNugget <laughs> thing. Uh, you know, anything uh-huh. that was fast food went away. We didn't need it. He already knew we had what we needed in the car, and it was fun to do, and it was on a time limit. It was and, he in a got, cooler. and he got to choose what was in there as well, yeah, I assume. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, but we, we chose from what we had. Also understanding, you know, we needed to clean out the refrigerator. Uh. We needed to clean out what I had at my house. We were going to be gone a long time. So it was a great lesson in, in uh, economics, you know, <laughs> in preparing for the trip and what made sense. Um, it was also, like I said, it, it, it gave him some freedom and some choices to, to know and, and uh, limit these um, limit these options too along the way. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to dig into it the first hour you're on the trip because we had a long way to go. Yeah. You, you know, you start stretching that out. He got that. It was kind of fun. So that was that was number one. Uh, number two was preparing him pillow and a blanket. Oh my gosh! It, you know what a saving grace was for him to be able to get in his seat. You know, in the car. And set it up like his home base. You know, oh. he had his favorite pillow. He had a certain blanket in case he got cold. He had the, you know, the right little, you know, squishy, stuffed animal toy sort of thing that, you know, was another pillow that just made life more comfortable in the car. Now, you said he, great. he didn't do any of the driving, of course. No, of course. So, But, but I have yeah. a confession that okay. when I was with my nine-year-old, I would say, mm-hmm. come over here. Hold the steering wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> okay, okay, you're a no. you're a good grandmother. I uh, no, that did not happen. That oh. did not happen. He had enough things to worry about. And I did too. You know, getting him. My my job was to get him there safe. I was that was going to happen. So, <laughs> however, the one thing I did let him hold was that was the gas pump. He was super helpful at the gas stations, you know, with uh, Mm -hmm. helping to pump gas and, and, you know, gave him the job of, you know, uh, taking care of the windows. And, you know, that was great. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Giving a nine-year-old a responsibility. Exactly. Exactly. It wasn't just on us. And, you know, the the parts that fell on me that were important, of course, were always there. But it was great to share some of it with him. And it was great to talk about the fact that we could do this again sometime when he could help with the driving. Oh, you know, wow. it, it, it brought everything into full circle. Oh. But one of the other things that was really helpful is that he had a backpack 
that was uh, his own that had everything that he might want just to pull out if he got bored. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we threw some paper and pens and markers and those kind of things, a few little small toys, um, anything that might just be, you know, fun to have. And it was, you know, it was readily accessible. It was small enough where it could sit on the floor and, you know, in the car with, you know, right at his feet where he could reach. And um, that took care of a lot of, uh, hey, where is my this? Where is my that? Where is my this? He knew where it all was. It was just there. So one of the other things that I also found out is we talked about the idea of books or books on tape or, you know, listening to stories. Well, he's not one much to read in the car. You know, putting a pile of books at him was not going to work. Car sickness could take off at any moment for that. (laughs) So but one thing he was good at was he could he could read off um, he could read off of Google or the map. You know, it mm-hmm. was it was quick. It was easy. He could read the signs off the sides. That part of reading he could do. So we did incorporate those trivia questions. I ended up playing several rounds of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Um, <laughs> where he did the questions and I had to answer. And he had more fun figuring out a few things that he knew that I didn't know. So, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, we learned a little bit about precipitation and (laughs) evaporation and things like that along the way. How does it rain? And listen, you know, uh, because those things came up, uh, you know? Yeah. So, so, uh, okay. Be prepared. You had the pillow and the blanket and you had uh, the books on tape and uh, was exactly something to listen to the game, the trivia, which, which ended up making these great conversation starters that we Ah. could have together. That was really wonderful. The other thing that you and I had talked about before too, as an, as an adult, making it more interesting was having fun at those truck stops. Well, I incorporated that in with the nine-year-old in a way preparing ahead also of giving him a like a um a coin purse or a wallet type of idea with a set amount of money that was in it and the object was we would get through these truck stops that's how much he had he was going to have to last the entire trip Mm. but he could look for things in those truck stops that might make sense that were fun for him along the way and he did. He made a couple of really good choices. Um, you know, it wasn't all about wanting to have candy or gum or, you know, some sort of snack every time because we had those. But every once in a while, there would be that one special little thing that he goes, that's cool. And and because it was because it was already pre-planned with the with the set limit, he knew what he could have and he knew what he couldn't have. He knew where he was at, you know, cool. yeah. and the really fun thing that he picked out was this was this pillow that looked like a hot dog, uh, hot dog in a bun pillow. I can't <laughs> I can't tell you how silly this thing was, but he was cracking up laughing over it because the hot dog only had mustard on it. There was no ketchup <laughs> on it, which is a true Chicago thing to know. And it was something that you know I've been talking to him about, and here it was in this truck stop. We could not stop laughing. He had to have it. It sort of became that center focus of the rest of the road trip, you know. And on top of it, it was kind of a squishy pillow that, you know, gave him some extra padding to lean up against, you uh-huh. know, when he was resting. So, very so, funny. So, very funny. when we reached Missouri, did he still have money in the purse? In the... He did. He did. It, that, was, that was another cool part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 
you know, he did. He became very, very selective. It wasn't like he just ran through it. He knew he still needed it all the way to the end of the trip. So at the end of the day, he had it. Hmm. There was money left over. So that was really cool. Neat. Now, one, yeah. one thing uh, I Jay did as a nine-year-old was when we were on vacation, I somehow always forgot my wallet. <laughs> mm, there you go. I had, <laughs> yeah, I no, had there was money, no but oh, <laughs> oh, Dad, uh, I left the wallet back at the motel. Yeah, no, that 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 maybe came out a couple of times, but he knew better. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, he, I knew where it was. <laughs> so, um, okay, know, so it, truck it stop really was fun. Tr- truck stop fun is yeah, one thing yeah, that, absolutely something to throw absolutely. in your quiver. I'm going to remember that one because it was, I've got a road trip coming up myself, so I'm okay. going to be looking forward to truck stop fun. I'm telling you, you are going to, you're going to have fun with that. I, I guarantee it. So, and so let me tell you the last little, the last thing that we did that we prepared, I was fortunate enough in that the car that we were using um, for this road trip has a hatchback on the back of it. So uh-huh. I had plenty of room for um, a larger item. And that isn't the case all the time, but, but in my case it was. And so I had his bike with us oh. and I wanted to take it with you know to deliver it to his house so we got the bike in the car what became fun for him is when we would stop at at uh, the right type of places which was usually when we stopped for the night at the hotels um or first thing in the morning uh, we also stopped at at some friends homes along the way that kind of thing um he rode his bike in every state along the way that was cool. And the other thing it did for him is it gave him more of a break out of the car from just sitting. Oh, sure. And Yeah. And even just that five minutes of riding the bike around was was perfect. It just it changed his whole outlook of getting back in the car. It, it changed, you know, just the, um, you know, any kind of attitude or fatigue that he was having as his muscles. It was it was instantaneously. And in in one case. We were crossing over from uh, Tennessee into Indiana, I believe it was, and I think it's the Ohio River. Um, had a, we saw it, we caught a sign for a park, uh-huh. and I said, "You know what? It, it was just time. We were we were ready to stop for a few minutes." And I said, "I said, let's you know, let's go up to this park and see if there is a you know place that you can ride your bike." great so sure enough there's this bike trail right along the river and we got the bike out of the car and we spent about 15 minutes on that one because it was just beautiful you know people were walking along the trail it was elevated above the river he's just riding along you know and and got a real healthy ride in before then we would you know take off for the you know couple more hours that we still had to do and wanted to get in for that night mm-hmm. um it was just a really good idea and it's something i'm you know wanted to pass on that you know a lot of people wouldn't think about that it would be kind of a hassle to have something that big, you know to give them with, yeah. that exercise that way but um but boy did it help it really really was good for him so that's a good idea well a lot of people yeah. don't have a lot of people don't have a couple of months to go out on the road <laughs> True enough. True enough. You know, true enough. I'll give you that. I'm I just feel but, so but you, blessed. But you could to do have a, had this time with them. You could yeah. do a weekend. You know, sure. A, a, Absolutely. A, a staycation type thing, and yes. and get the kids out and let them see some things. Right. 
Absolutely. Just even a day trip of being in the car and, and, you know, because there is that place on the road that you get to that you feel like you're on vacation. Yeah. You know, it's just far enough away from home and you can put, you can incorporate all of these ideas into it. You can stop at the travel stop. You can, you can look at the, uh, you know, count the road signs along the way. You can play those great car games, you know. The license plates, how many different states do you find, you know, um, some sort of car bingo, you know. Did you, did you find, have to did be, you, f- you know, it doesn't have to include a video game on the phone. Good, you know? good it was point. Great. Did you find yeah. all the, the states? Did you do we that? We did game? not. We did not. We kind of got a late start on that game. We might, you know, incorporate that in here at, the, at Fort Leonard Wood. You know, there's a lot you of like visitors. Well, yeah. So. That's... Yeah, he may be able to see that right here in his own, <laughs> you know, home backyard now. So. Okay, well. Uh... Anyway, but I know I know our podcast is called Love Out of the Blue, and so let me get to that. You know, this road trip with a nine-year-old, for me, obviously, just from day one, was just so filled with that. You know, even the fact that um, he knows that I do this, um, we looked for it all along the way. So, again, that was even something that made the trip so much more fun for the both of us because he would spot it and he would go, look, look, you know, that that's, there's this heart or, or, you know, or, you know, he, he calls me Jama instead of grandma, which is kind of fun. So he was constantly doing this, you know, Jama, look, that's a love out of the blue, you know, and, and we, we did that along the way. So you and I will talk about more of those specifically, you know, over the next few weeks, but, The one I want to talk about for the road trip as a whole, one of the things that that we did because we were seeing so many states is they have, you know, those great welcome to whatever state you're going to at the state lines. Right, right. And this, you know, and I've seen those for years on the road trips and they're fun and, you know, and I sort of enjoy seeing it and I get a little smile about it. But with him, this was his first time. So we stopped at every single one. and took pictures you know uh-huh. so that he could have that for his memory book of you know this is when it said welcome you know welcome to florida welcome to georgia welcome to alabama all of those places you know had that wonderful welcome sign and we were you know cross over pull over and i gave him the camera and said Here, you know let him take those pictures specifically. Oh, neat. Neat. so on the way back from michigan going into missouri Crossed into Illinois, uh-huh. and uh, or I'm sorry, no, it was not. It was coming out of Indiana, going into Illinois because right, you got yeah. We took kind of a little more of a back road doing that, and it was it was a very rural area, and I wasn't sure we were going to see a sign. Um, mm. So, but we looked for it because I knew it was coming up close, and I was looking, I was watching, and I was looking for what we would see. And then, sure enough, here's this great big sign you know welcome to illinois the land of lincoln Mm -hmm. you know just great sign on the side of the road very cool little you know four-way road very simple to pull over out sort of even in the middle of the country there's you know fields nearby and you know you could just it it was just beautiful and we so anyway pulled over and i gave him the camera and i said you know get the pictures that you want he's all excited and he's taking the pictures okay i got it got it got it we get back on the road and he has the he has the camera in his hand and he's backing up and he's looking through the pictures, you know, at those. And all of a sudden he says to me, he goes, look, he says, there's a little, there's a bird 
you know, perched on the Welcome to Illinois sign, Aww. which he just thought was awesome. You know, uh-huh. so I caught this little bird right on the corner and I go, well, that's, that's really cool. This and that. And then he goes, and then he goes, look, he says, the tree that's next to it is shaped like a heart. Oh. <laughs> I said, really? And, you know, and the top of the tree, it, like, it lost all its leaves. And sure enough, there was right next to the sign was sort of this heart. And I just looked at him and I go, now that's a welcome to Illinois. And he goes, yeah. And, you know, and you could just see it. He just, he's like paying attention. He's looking around. He just got it that we were somewhere new. The road trip, the hours that we had been on the road, the miles that we had put in up to that point, we were already then at that point, maybe 12, 1300 miles. It was all worth it. He just, you could just see the love on his face. And it made me feel so good that he found that love out of the blue moment in our road trip on those signs. It was, it it was just perfect. So all I'm going to say, Jay, it's just keep your eyes open anywhere you go on the road. It's all there. So I'm looking forward to your road trip. Can't wait to hear about it. Okay. I, I will be looking for love out of the blue wherever I go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so what do you think? You want to talk about some of these um, over the next few days? Or, oh, yeah. You know, or next week? I'll yeah. I give think... you a call. And maybe we'll talk about some of the moments that we had during the road trip and yeah. go from there. How's and, that? And, you know, this is fantastic that you can call in. Maybe one of these days you'll be back in the studio, too. But, <laughs> but we, I love to hear from you. So thank you very much. Aww, it, love that, too. Love it, that, too. Uh, I will give you a call back uh, next week week because i will definitely still be on the road next week oh so my we'll goodness. have to do it this so way we'll be hearing and from you yeah yeah and then we'll just remind everybody to you know as they're out because you know this is summer and maybe some people are doing their road trips too that no matter where you are wherever you go keep your eyes open for those moments you know they're there they're always there that love out of the blue i'm debbie jordan and this is love out of the blue <laughs> 